0: It's the two megastars summer mashup, the awesome iPhone, on the rockstar MetroPCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires porting of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on MetroPCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Welcome to the Grown Man-ish podcast. I'm your host, Mike J. Got bowtie freshman ready to call in. And we got a nice show for you tonight, everybody. We are going to discuss that damn Trump news. We are going to discuss sports. I was going to hit you with some politics. We'll discuss the hurricanes that's going on in the country. And we will just give our, you know, give them a sit on the Twizzler Awards because we got a lot of people out there that's, you know, shining and not in a good way. We're going to discuss the Power Finale, and we will discuss Insecure. So come on and ride with us, and we are waiting on Bowtie. So, you know, give a little house cleaning news. We are now, we are finally on iTunes. If anybody starts a podcast, it is a long process to get your podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbeam, Stitcher, and everything else. So our first five episodes are on bumpers, bumpersfm.com. Here come what's going on, bowtie.
1: What's going on, Mike J? How y'all doing? Good.
0: Yeah, my brother I'm just giving the people an update, man. Talking about our first five episodes are on bumpers. So if you're interested in the grown Man manish podcast, our first five episodes are on bumpers. So you can kind of see where we are coming from. But now we did move. We we still off the Trump, We still in the trap house, but now we've move to a better trap house now. So you know, bowtie, go ahead and let them know, man. We about
1: ready to roll, man, yeah, definitely. I just want to say uh, number one, definitely appreciate all the support, all the follows, things of that nature that everyone's been giving us um, got a lot of a lot of a gr- lot of great positive feedback, got some good constructive feedback, and we are uh, continuing to get better, like Mike said, uh we are just getting started we're we're a young podcast, but we are continuing to grow, and um we we're ready to do the daggone thing. Um, and definitely want to give a special shout-out to everyone who called in on our live show this past Wednesday, our live uh, football special show. Um, definitely appreciate all the support there, individuals taking their time out of their their evenings to, to call in and talk a little football. So shout-out to everybody that was on the line, as well as everybody that listened.
0: Uh, appreciate it, my man. Appreciate it, man. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into this, man, and we got to – We gotta discuss the apricot, the apricot things one, and that's our president, not my president, because my president is forty-four. But we gotta discuss Trump. Bowtie, did you hear what was going on with Trump this week?
1: Yeah, there's there's quite a few uh, little things, bit of things going on with the individual this week. Um, I will say that the the biggest thing for me, which is uh, probably one of the most important things, is the, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but uh, DACA program, and everything that's been going on with that is really uh, disheartening uh, for me as, as, a, as an American, for me, as just a human being, um, the things that are going on surrounding that.
0: Yeah, man. I'm so, uh, I guess I want to kind of explain DACA to some people who may not know, because it's, it was some things about it that I was unaware of. So, uh, Hey, Boatai, one quick question. Can you hear me? Go fine? right ahead. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Good. I'm trying out a new mic today, people. So I wanted to make sure that, uh, you everything, know, everything was good. So I'm going to go over the DACA, the DACA program, and uh, we'll kind of just kind of give you a few notes of what some do's and don'ts. So for those not in DACA, DACA was signed by President Obama in 2012. So these people are, they, had, they were these DACA people are people who were brought over basically against their will from from other countries. So, we you know, we get a lot of people from Mexico, Central America. We also have DACA people from the continent of Africa, Jamaica. It's over 800,000 people. So this is really going to affect, you know, the United States in so many ways, financially, with the gross national product, and so in these places because these these actors, they pay taxes, they they do all these types of they pay in the social security, but they don't get the they don't get the results back from it. So it's definitely going to hurt us in so many different ways. So I'm just opposed and appalled right. for that. So. Let me give you some of
1: Oftentimes often some of these individuals, uh, if I can just uh, chime in just for a little bit before you uh, continue to go into detail. Um, as, as as Mike J. said, a lot of times these are individuals in, in this country that, that came over illegally but are actually uh, contributing, uh, citizens, contributing to the to the economic. These are individuals that uh, find themselves doing the jobs that some feel that they are too good for, doing the jobs that other people won't do or or refuse to do. Um, so, so again, this has a huge uh, impact on our not just our our communities and socially, um, but it has a huge impact on our economy as
0: well. Okay, so I'm gonna talk to everybody about DACA real quick. Okay, so in order when people are protected by DACA, these are some things people are not eligible for. Because I know there's so many people who uh, say things that are wrong about people who are not from this country. So let me tell you, let me break down some things that people they're not for. First of all, DACA people do not receive federal financial aid. So that means they're not eligible for Pell Grants, from uh, student loans, from, not, from like banks and anything like that, but strictly Pell Grants, any type of state aid, of they're not eligible for. Food stamps, they're not eligible for welfare. Housing choice vouchers, Medicaid or Obamacare. So there's so many things that they're paying in all this money. And so I think they said paid over $11.9 billion dollars in the taxes but you know they aren't getting those mm-hmm. things for a full American citizen so when people say that you know people are stealing benefits and resources I've just named you off five things that they are not getting so I just kind of want exactly. to definitely know let those people know who are a, by that, that we got love for you and we do anything we possibly can using our voice to you know to help people, help people without a voice so that's one of the things for Growing Manage Podcast we're going to fight and continue to fight this fight I'm not taking no bullshit from people and we're gonna keep fighting because we don't play that. That's wrong. And two, left, it's like two left shoes. That's wrong. So you don't get out there and vote. Yeah, and I
1: like. And that, I was I was I was gonna uh, just agree and piggyback off what you said of uh, uh, Mike J that individuals always say that you know certain people don't deserve the, these things like you said the food stamps the the housing voucher and welfare things like that and these individuals are not receiving it yet. They are the individuals that are employed and, and contributing to this economy and paying taxes. When you have actual, quote, unquote, American citizens, uh, individuals that have all these rights and are receiving these vouchers, you know, I'm not talking about the individuals that need these vouchers and receive them. I'm talking about the individuals that are taking advantage of the system and receiving all of these things. I would much rather, if an, uh, uh, for me personally, and this is my opinion, and you guys can take me to the woodshed if you want, but I would much rather have an individual who is actively trying to better themselves, better their lives, contributing to society in a positive fashion, as opposed to an individual that's just kind of sitting back and taking advantage and working the system, so to speak, and receiving that. I would rather the individuals that that may genuinely need that, working these low-wage jobs and things of that nature, receive some of these vouchers simply because they are contributing to our society. They're contributing to our economy. Um, and And that's just my opinion. I'm entitled to it, and you guys are entitled to disagree with me, call in, uh, write an email, things of that nature. Um, but that's just my stance on it. So, like Mike J. said, definitely going to support individuals affected by DACA, support individuals that um, need um, th- this um, this protection. But I also want to support and advocate for these individuals because, again, socially, you're going to be tearing families apart with this. individual. You know, families – that, you know, you may be a, a father, mother, sister, brother, um, and you could be torn away from your children or torn away from other aspects of your family, uh, simply because we're not, our society or, or government is not supporting this. So uh, definitely prayers to those affected. Definitely, please, um, I know it's difficult, uh, but please try to seek out any assistance that you can to try to fight this um, so that uh, you, your family is not
0: torn apart or, and affected in too harshly of a manner. And I've seen something, a GoFundMe, I think it was a GoFundMe, where people are donating to, you know, because a DACA application is $495 every two years. So there have been people donating, you know, the $495 to help these people out. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we just continue to, you know, give these voices and push. And one of the reasons why we started this podcast was, you know, we make people laugh. We want to educate and inform because there's so many issues out. And us being two men of color that we're going to continue to fight and use our platform not just to make you laugh, but definitely make you think and hopefully get boots on the ground. So uh that's just something we definitely wanna do. and we're gonna keep pushing. So um Bowtie, did you hear one thing one last thing about Trump, so did you hear about uh the Republicans is mad about the apricoting when he went and made a deal with the Democrats with Chuck the Chuck Schumer Chuck Schumer and uh Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi. Yeah, and I guess I was reading when they said he was so very, very happy with the great news coverage I received and all this type of stuff. So he pulled the old hill move, you know how you know back to my wrestling fans and Hulk Hogan was a good guy, <laughs> but now nah, he didn't flip the script on him. He became Hollywood Democrat Trump for one for one little bill for this tied up to the uh, debt ceiling, and the, and the aid that goes people and hurricanes Irma and hurricanes Harvey. So uh, mm-hmm. piggyback off of that, you uh-huh. know. Uh, uh, like let's let's discuss uh, Irma, man. This this is crazy. Climate control is real, y'all. Climate it control is real. absolutely is.
1: Some so, somewhere, uh, uh, Al Gore is probably sitting back saying, "I tried to tell y'all, but you didn't want to listen." Oh yeah. You know,
0: you didn't want to say the internet. My... You know, I used to say Al was, you know, was weak, but I he, he a gangster yeah. with the stuff now. I'm like, damn, Al was Al was like a, a white man prophet. I told you, I swear to God, I told you. Coming for
1: what
0: you? Know, yeah. White man said, Son, definitely gonna let you know. Hey, pal, probably poked somebody right in the chest. I told you. But, you know, yeah, but in, in all
1: seriousness, though, like, like, like this Hurricane Irma deal, uh, the fact that we've been hit by Harvey already hard, those, those individuals that, that that are currently still uh, suffering through and trying to rebound from that to now have Irma, which is literally the entire size, the size of the entire state of Florida, like literally once they say, the reports are saying if once it hits, hits over Florida, it literally will encompass Florida. Like that's major. And to be, it kind of fluctuating back and forth between a Category 4 and a Category 5 storm. I mean, that's that's just crazy to have that right now. Um, I, I definitely will continue to support individuals that are going to be um, be trying to recover and living through this. Um, I personally am affected. One of my very, very, very good friends, one of my best friends, um, actually just evacuated today, um, and he uh, and his family travel north uh, just to kind of evacuate and get away from that uh, to get away from the storm a little bit Um, i do have other family in the georgia area so uh, for me personally uh, it's now taking a personal uh, toll on me Uh, definitely praying for not just my family and friends out there but everyone who's going to be in the middle of this i want you guys to stay safe please don't risk it evacuate it evacuate if need be evacuate even if you are hesitant and saying you know maybe i can ride it out or i'm too far north or something like that just the, the the sheer force that they're talking about with this storm and the devastation that it's already caused. Don't risk it. Don't risk it at all. It's not worth your life. Um, but like, like Mike J said, you know, this climate, this climate control and global warming and things of that nature, it's very real. Um, they say that there's Jose uh, right out in right behind Irma. And then there's actually another storm behind Jose. So it's kind of crazy. We have a lot of these uh, natural things going on across the United States, you know, the West coast, um they're they're getting hit heavy with with wildfires and so half the country is burning and half the country country is flooding so um definitely uh, earthquake in mexico too bowtie absolutely absolutely on the Richter scale yeah so definitely um praying praying for the brothers and sisters um Mm -hmm. below the border across the border or as some individuals would say on the other side of the wall which is pretty ignorant but we're all humans. I definitely will be praying for those individuals. And I think that uh, as Americans and, and, and as, a, as a government or, or society, you know, when things happened with Hurricane Harvey, uh, the country of Mexico, they sent over aid, they sent over finances. So I think it would be only right uh, if we reciprocated that. Even while we're going through our storms, literally and figuratively right now, uh, we should probably try to support those individuals down in Mexico um, with, with some of the, the this devastation that they're, that they're living through right now as well.
0: Preach oh, preach on, brother. Well, you got the Holocaust up and he'll come shopping, brother. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Praise God. You know, remember, uh, the bubble <laughs> coming, you know, coming like a pastor and everything else. That's curled down. Well, my, sweating. Amen.
1: <laughs> my, my Jay, you know me though, you know, I'm, I'm a very, uh, poly social, um, individual. Like I take a lot of these things, um, I shouldn't say it's hard, but I take it very seriously. Um, I'm I'm somebody that firmly believes in uh, treating people right, no matter what, you know, is going on with them, you know, what have you. Now, uh, I mean, a lot of people may try to take the the kindness for for weakness or something of that nature or naiveness, and that's not the case at all. Um, But I'm very real, and and I'm a person that I live by what I say, and and, and I I am a man of my word. So uh, when I say, you know, we need to – Pray for those that are less fortunate and support those individuals, support those individuals that are going through through difficult storms and difficult times in life, whether self-imposed or not. And, I mean, we, we need to do that because I mean, that's the only way that some of the, the social injustices that are going on in our country, um, particularly with the minority uh, community, that's the only way we're going to try to get it resolved is some of this stuff, you know. Sometimes it may take, you know, a little bit of brute force or some physicality, which I, I'm definitely not a proponent for. But I'm not going to sit back and and, and take anything as well. But uh, I, I would much rather try to move in a positive direction and and not resort to all that. Um, that's that's just my, that's just my two cents. Again, uh, you guys are more than welcome to call in and email and, and and give your point of view, and we will happily discuss it. Read read your emails aloud on on, on the podcast, things of that nature. But you know that's just that's just where I'm coming from. So there's there's you guys a
0: little insight from from Bowtie Fresh, a uh, little insight to who I am. All right, my man. So uh, also we want to talk about you know to go pick you back one more time to the hurricane. It's over eight hundred thousand people in Florida who don't have flood insurance. So if you can, Absolutely. you know, you just make sure to try to get as much insurance as you possibly can because you hate to you know to work so hard to get something and then to lose it. So, Absolutely. Bowtie. I know, I know. Let's change it up a little bit, man. We've been kind of, we've been kind of on the somber thing. Kind of serious. Give a shout out to Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: yes, definitely. Rihanna big shout out to Rihanna.
0: Line. We got to praise our black women.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. A big, big shout out, support to Rihanna for that. You know, it's a, it's a big move uh, for for a minority, for uh, for a woman minority. Um, but just in general, you know, Rihanna kind of seems to a lot of times push the envelope and, and, and be a, a trendsetter or whatnot, but big shout out to her um, and congratulations to her on her achievement. Um, but I definitely want to shout her out too for um, uh, not only having this new beauty line, but uh, supporting and hiring models um, that represent her and her beauty line, uh, minority, or, or, or minority models, individuals of African-American descent, individuals of Latino descent, um, actually a Muslim descent as well. But then also I believe that I read, I can't think of the young lady's name, but she hired a uh, transgendered model um, that was let go by L'Oreal. Um, and Rihanna has hired her to, um, I guess you can say, be a face or be a part of this beauty line as well. So uh, shout out to Rihanna for always being inclusive, for always uh, kind of pushing the envelope and setting trends and opening doors for people for sure.
0: All right, my man. Hey Bowtie, I like to, you know, I know last week we had a new new segment we called Sit on the Twizzler Award. You know, weekly Sit on the Twizzler. <laughs> for those who don't know what Sit on the Twizzler, go watch this classic movie called Sunset Park, real Pearl Mentosman movie. Sit on the Twizzler, asshole. And you know, you can pretty much figure with what sit on the Twizzler means. So I got some uh I got some candidates, man. So we're gonna talk about some people who need to sit on the Twizzler. That cool with you? I, I, let's roll with it. All right, man. So first, first off have, let's talk about Pem- Kimberly Page Barnett. Now, if you guys don't know who Kimberly Page Barnett is, she is a GOP. She is running for mayor in the city of Charlotte. And that's fine. You're thinking, okay, she's running for mayor, woman Charlotte, GOP, no problem. So on her Twitter profile, she let everyone know that she's a white woman running for mayor. Now, as you might know, political hotbed ever since Obama, you know, the real, you know, the fo won one in 2008, and they've had, you know, gerrymandering, redistricting issues in North Carolina, and, you know, I had the mm-hmm. also issue with the transgenders and the restrooms and everything else, but she wanted everybody to know that she was a white woman running from there. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, from the grown Manage podcast, Mike J and Bowtie Fresh, and I will speak for her because my brother. Kimberly Page by you can go ahead and sit on the Twizzler. Sit on one, grind it up, put it up in you, put it up all up in you. Sit on the damn Twizzler. The Twizzler. Oh, we got, <laughs> we got more candidates. We got more candidates. From the state of Florida, have you heard about the Polk County Sheriff bow tie?
1: Uh, this one I have not heard about, so this okay. is going to be so news Polk to me.
0: County, Polk County is in Florida, correct? Yeah, okay. correct. So, uh, you know, they're having, you know, uh, we just discussed Hurricane Irma. So, the, the Polk County Sheriff tweets out, and I'm, I don't have the tweet in front of me. That if you, uh, if, if you need to evacuate and you have a warrant, we have a nice place we can take you to. That's the, called the Polk County Jail. Now you have people who are running, wow. for that, who are evacuating for their lives, and you're talking about you know having warrants for people to take them to jail, come up they go to safety. Wow. It is it is Florida, but damn, that's 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 crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, I so, did. Yeah, so, I did. I did not hear that at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Y'all gotta be. You know, we want to stay woke. We want to stay woke until that people will know what's going on. You know, we also are a combination. We stay woke. We also we love our sisters. Because it's get on my soapbox, we have a lot of people who want to stay woke and be black and proud, but then hate black women. We don't do that. At the grown man, podcast, and those individuals who I'm, they know who I'm talking about. You know, my Mike J has never wanted to hold his tongue, but the <laughs> Polk County Sheriff, he can sit on the twizzler and he can put one in his damn mouth. All right, so we get into the we right. get into the fat boy, the dude who hurts my feelings because he's from Indianapolis, like bowtie and I, Jason Coon and <laughs> Ass Woodlock. Bullseye. Oh my God, mm-hmm.
1: Jason Wedlock. This guy, man, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this dude at all. Like Mike J said, it's kind of disgraceful because he's he's a hometown guy. But uh, for those of you don't who don't know, um, he had um, actually a kid from Kid and Play, the old the old uh, hip hop group or rap group. Ain't, and no ain't gonna hurt nobody. Yeah, he's now a comedian, and, and that's kind of the angle that, that he is taking himself, and it was a comic relief. But nonetheless, he was dressed up as, quote, unquote, Colin Kaepernick. So he had a big Afro wig on and, uh, you know, the the beard and all that type of stuff and kind of posing. Yeah, so it was, it was one of those things um, that I definitely think was in poor taste, especially considering uh, the things that uh, Colin Kaepernick, A, is standing or sitting for, kneeling for. But all of the work that, 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 that brother Colin Kaepernick, shout out to the noobs out there, that he is, that he is uh, doing in the community. This man has donated a million dollars to various charities and things of his that nature. His own now, money. Mind you, this man, his own money. He's not, he doesn't have an NFL contract. He's not in the league right now. And he's still donating millions of dollars to these charities, to these donations, to these foundations to try to stand up like myself, as I, as I got on my soapbox earlier, stand up for what's right. Talk about what's right. So Jason Whitlock uh, and Kia kind of poked a little fun or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just call it distasteful. Um, and and I honestly, call it I really, did, really I did not appreciate it, you know. What I'm saying like I respect everyone, respect everyone's point of view, and I'm one of the first people that can, that can take a joke, crack a joke, so forth and so on. But some things, especially when you have a platform like Mr. Whitlock, it's just like, man, come on. Uh, I should admit, not anyone in your in your circle, at your cabinet, in your council, whatever you want to call it. No one thought that this was a bad idea. Or was there everyone on board it was like, Oh, we're gonna get some likes or get some retweets or get you know, we're gonna be out there like this that's, that's just ridiculous. So um A, I wanna I wanna say shout out to Colin Kaepernick, you know, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Um, and in the words of my brother Mike J, Jason Whitlock, you can go sit on the pull and peel.
0: Pull, pill, sit, suck at this. Like, shout out to Charlamagne for calling the fat boy with the fedora on. You know what I'm saying? I'm Mike J's a big dude, but I'm fly, fashion, pretty. He's making the big dudes look all bad, man. You know, you out there sweating and everything. His shirt be so tight, looking like he's going to bust out. Just let that third button go, man. Let it go. Let that hate go, man. There's plenty of women that love fat dudes. Get you one. Get you a hug. Why you hate <laughs> Why you hate people so much? Man, he's from the hood, hood. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's embarrassing. You know, take your coon shining ass home. That's why you got fired from USPN and everything else. You know, and the good thing about this show, we're making jokes of it, but he got drugged so bad on social media that Fox and a little skit that they were going to do. But for him to think it's funny, it's just he, he's lost. And that's one thing I've noticed as somebody of, if you're a person of color, Shout out to Sheriff uh, Clark, who was running behind Trump. You talk bad about black people to, to, to the white man. You definitely can make a lot of money. You can stay employed. You could suck at your job like Sheriff Clark did with some fake-ass badges he had on and everything else. And that old weird goatee looking crazy. And setting people down in his jail. Look up statistics. And you can keep a job. Right. This is about talking bad about black people. But he did thought he think he was going to jump up in that White House. John Kelly, Chief of Staff, said, no, no, no. You will not be up in here. So, you know, he's there and he's, he can always sit. He can see we got some forever sit on the Twizzler award type individuals on the Grown Manage podcast. We're going to do a sit on the Twizzler, probably yearly award. And definitely, he's one of the candidates so he's getting to get into the Sit on the Twizzler Hall of Fame. But, you know, <laughs> kid, and kid and Play ain't going to hurt nobody. Ah, oh, man, you know, one of that my was favorite movies. man. Of all time.
1: I like Kid and Play. That yeah, was party, man. man. Like, that was, yeah. How, like, that was you one of my yeah, favorite movies of all movie. time.
0: If you talk to Harry, we can quote
1: the movie. We yeah, don't, I mean, I'll definitely break out the, the, the quote-unquote kid and play dance, and, you know, at every function, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, that was kind of disappointing. And, again, I know that he's kind of went into the to the world of comedy, and I know that's kind of his thing right now. But quite honestly, kid, I, I wouldn't have expected more from you. Uh, I, I wish I could talk to Play and ask Play how he felt about about your actions uh, against We are action, going to discuss how Now, we are
0: going we are going to do a house party critical watching of house party cuz I always said play in the battle and this is a show why. You just got played out. You know, that's the play on words. no fun <laughs> All right. So, we've given out our summer twills awards. We've shouted out a black a beautiful black woman for holding on. Now we're going to move on to sports. Well, so, um, let's just kind of give a quick, you know, quick little wrap up of this. Did you see the game last night, my well,
1: man? Yeah, I saw the game and I was going to say uh, a, a quick, uh, I guess you could say a small, quick shout out to everyone who, again, who called in on the live podcast. Uh, we all were wrong. I think uh, 90% of America were wrong about our predictions for the win last night. Um, Kareem Hunt, Tariq Hill, they put on the show. Alex Smith, they put on the show and, um, I don't know if it was Julian Edelman's absence or, or what, but the uh, Patriots were just not able to hang on. So um, that 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 was surprising. That was shocking.
0: Oh, yeah, because the Chiefs have a lot of speed. So we were definitely wrong. So shout out to the live to our live show people because I think we all picked New England. Cause I just thought New England was going to run the boys out. out of there, especially when they hunt and pummeled early. But I couldn't see the game because we had you in my house, and they are dealing with an issue with NBC. So I'm not going to watch – we didn't get to watch the games. The only thing I can do is follow it on Twitter and look at ESPN. So let's get a yeah, NBC and the first together.
1: I will give a props to Kareem Hunt, man. First carry of his NFL career, he fumbles. And then that young man showed a lot of resilience, a lot of resolve, and turned around. And I think he turned in 144 yards rushing – 98 yards receiving and a touchdown. Like man, come on, that's a that's a heck of a turnaround. That takes a lot of character. That takes a lot of resilience for a rookie. Your first carry, you fumble, and then you turn you turn around and turn that type of game in. Definitely big props to him for that too. Um, uh, definitely want to send a a, a million blessings and well wishes wishes to Eric Berry. I just uh, learned that he is out for the season. Um, yeah, that brilliant brother has been through. Yeah, that brother's been through a lot. He's battled back through a lot. And to have Terry's Achilles in, in the first game of the season, um, definitely thoughts and prayers are with him and, and hoping for a complete and speedy recovery for that young fellow because he is a beast on the football field, that is for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So I know, Bota, I know you said you want to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. So, uh, you know, this for those who don't know, can kind yeah. of give us a little rap about Zeke. Yeah, so uh, Ezekiel Elliott is uh, – Of course, as many
1: of you may know, uh, he's got a six-game suspension right now, uh, or tentatively, or now, uh, suddenly after today. But he was suspended for six games for um, off-the-field indiscretions. Uh, I'm not going to get into that legal matter or anything that goes on uh, in that realm, but he was suspended for six games by the league for uh, off-field indiscretions. Um, The ruling uh, for that to be upheld uh, did not come. Um, until I believe like 4 or 5 o'clock on Monday afternoon. So that made him eligible for this Sunday. So today, apparently, a Supreme Court judge is um, upholding the restraining order that he has uh, against the NFL. So uh, Big Zeke may be playing the whole season. Um, and I believe it's supposed to be confirmed, I want to say, Monday um, sometime on Monday, but um, it it does look like there's a very, very good chance for Ezekiel Ellison to, to, in fact, play out this entire season. And uh, depending on the outcome of that legal situation, he may uh, miss some games next year. But right now, they're saying it's about a 75% chance chance that he's going to play the whole season, 25% chance that he will not. Uh, So for those of of you who have Ezekiel Elliott in your fantasy football league. I have him on two of my teams. I've been three football fantasy leagues, but I got him on two of mine. Or for just you Cowboys fans, and I know it's a lot of y'all out there, I'm sure this is great news for y'all, great news for me from a fantasy football standpoint. And uh, somebody that I'm sure is taking him out to dinner right now is Dak Prescott, because that just means a whole lot of pressure just got lifted off of him if he's able to play.
0: Oh yeah, man. As a, as a New York Giants fan, going back to our uh, podcast on Wednesday, definitely is because so I'm like, damn, we're gonna shut them down. But you know, you know, shout out to Zeke that way. When the you know them Giants go ahead and you know get them again, then we don't have to hear no excuses, anything like that. But if the Giants lose, they don't have Beckham. You definitely will hear the excuse to come from me, you know. But you know, on another, on the side note, we will we have a grown manish pod. We have a grown podcast, uh, fantasy football league. So after week one. We give a weekly uh, update of who's winning, who's losing, and if I'm winning, y'all, y'all know y'all gonna hear my mouth. Because those who know me know I love <laughs> to talk trash and to humiliate people. So I am waiting on the fact that I can bring home another championship to talk about the world about my greatness. So you know, definitely <laughs> back and let, let y'all know about that. So the folks in the league appreciate y'all for listening and being, you know, spreading word about the show. But I am gonna brag that I win. And if, not, if I lose, I will, you know, man up to say, you know, I will say that I was wrong, but I die. I am. Hey, Bowtie, I want to talk about two college football games and we can move on to something else. So this week we got Oklahoma at Ohio State. I'm going with Ohio State. What about you, Ah,
1: uh, Yeah, I'm taking Ohio State on that one as well. Um, good friend of mine, I'm sure, when he listens to the podcast, he's going to uh, – he can find some way to high-five me or send me a funny meme because he's a big Ohio State fan, but I am going with Ohio
0: State on that one. Yeah, I, I can't bet against Urban Meyer. In the second big game of the week, no Georgia at Notre Dame. Now they people know that I'm a Notre Dame fan. And I'm not even being a homer, but I think they're going to beat Georgia. So I'm going to go over there. My Irish is going to pull the upset and, and upset Georgia. What about you, Bowtie?
1: Yeah, I too am a Notre Dame fan. So uh, we are on the same page on both of these games. So good, sir.
0: All right. But, so one more thing, house football thing. So Texas and Maryland played last week, right? And Maryland beat Texas. Mm-hmm. And I got a mad Texas fan. But shout out to the dude from Maryland. Yo, running on Texas. He had the do rag with the cape out. Who plays <laughs> the do rag with the cape? That's like an OG Hall of Fame move. I didn't really care about the game. My little, my little sexy Texas fan might be, might be mad, but uh, you know my man had the do rag with the cape out. Like who does that? Shout out to him. I can't remember the brother's name, but you know anybody rocking do rag with the cape out, you know in 2017 on on any type of athletic arena. You know what I'm saying the grown man in the podcast too, Mike J got love for you, baby. Keep on making. I'm sure the waves was crisp when he got back to College Park. Shout out to College Park. (laughs) All right, right. and we'll keep on moving on, man. Me,
1: I, 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 I must. real quick, man, I, I must have oh, missed yeah. this. Was, was it a was it a long cape or was it just kind of yeah, one you of, one you of them the like right from at the the my man? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: it wasn't
1: like
0: it wasn't like that Deion Sanders boy. This has yo the cape out, bro. If you come with the cape oh, out that man. makes you a savage of a different dimension. You know. I mean, I mean, if bro. you had a
1: cape out like that, you might as well had a little the two
0: little drawstring ties hanging out too, and just go ahead and go fall out. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, I'm like, you know, when I'm with a coach, and he probably put his helmet on in the locker room, the coach getting him fired up. He's like, yo, son got to do right at the Cape. Oh, he's ready. He's, he's my, he ain't just ready to play the game. He's ready for the damn war. Savage. So, uh, right, hey, man, savage. So, um, switching to the NBA before we get to what the people really want to hear. Hey, man, I see you talking about Isaiah Thomas has an arthritic hit, and it might be damaged. You know, he might be something he's not to play with the rest of his career with, man. Uh, I think that's yes. the reason to see it for LeBron to bounce out after next
1: season. <laughs> There's a lot of people to feel that LeBron's bouncing out no matter what, but uh, it very well could be a good reason for him, to, uh, for him to bounce. But at the same time, I definitely think that's unfortunate. Uh, Isaiah Thomas um, is a good young talent. Uh, my personal opinion, I don't – uh, I wasn't part of the hype and saying that you know that he was just one of the greatest in in the league or whatnot. I definitely think he's talented, but uh, nonetheless, uh, I hate to hear an individual so young in his career with so much upside, uh, maybe having to play with an injury like that and you know, debilitate his body. Uh, being a uh, a healthcare professional by day, um, I, I hate to I hate to see that, hate to hear that, um, and, and I I know what that uh, what that looks like from a healthcare standpoint. So definitely prayers for that young brother as well.
0: All right, my brother. But from, a, ba- from right.
1: a but but I but I will say from a basketball standpoint, I know my Bulls are um, in a lot of turmoil right now. Um, hopefully, when we get some things worked out with Dwayne Wade or whatnot, but any 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 obstacle that we can remove from the, the Central Division, I will take. So I don't wish ill will on anyone at all in any capacity. But as long as the Pacers, Pistons, and Cavaliers suck, I'm good.
0: See that's the thing we'll be doing we'll be doing a we'll be doing the NBA special and you know we can talk about the human excrement that is the Chicago Bulls and specifically with Chicago Bulls fans and also shout out to those Chicago <laughs> Bulls fans who don't live in Chicago who don't live near Chicago or who live like in other northern Indiana who swear they're from Chicago but they're not you know so shout out to them you know and they get they get so my, damn for my,
1: my day I thought I, for a moment there I thought you were gonna take the high road on that. But I appreciate I think, you. I appreciate you being a real brother. and I appreciate you being true to yourself, man.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think you know people who know me. They don't know. I don't. I do take the high road too much on anything. If you do something, Mike J, I will get you back. I will go as low as it needs to be. Go. I'm not Michelle Obama. When they go high, well, I don't. I go lower. Then I think I done not win low so long. People, I think I done touched touch Satan down. We didn't had cognac and, and smoked cigar when it come down to being petty. And mean and everything else. You do not F me. I am not the wrong person to play. Shout out to those who know what I'm talking about. And, you know, I, I keep it real. <laughs> so, man, I keep it real. So, um, hey, man. So, I know I know you're not a big Power fan, but dog, the, the people love it, man. It's a great show. You need to catch up to it, man. You just need to like, sit some I time do. down and watch it. And just, like, really get into yeah, I, it. So, I hear so many people time, talk about baby. it. I, I, I sat I set through
1: one season. Um, and I really didn't get into it, but yeah, so many people keep it saying it just really, gets,
0: better it gets better as better you go. So. It, gets, it gets better in season two. You know what I'm saying? See, that's what, what everybody keeps saying, you keep saying cool. so. You just, yeah, you I'm going go i like, go your boy. It. I'll never steal you wrong. I'm the cat. I'll never steal you wrong, man. You roll with me, man. Your life just gets better. You know what I mean? I I'm, ain't going to fans. <laughs> I'm not going to steal y'all wrong. The boy said I'm not going to steal you wrong. Just give it a chance. Give it a try. All right, I'm, I'm, All right. I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna do talk that. About, so we're gonna talk about power. So as you know, Raina, that girl, she got murdered. Tariq seen it, and we 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 going on from there. So now the family's in there and there, and uh, you know, they the family they were they're not gonna release the body and everything else. So they get to the scene in the car, and you know, you know Tariq goes upstairs, goes to Tasha's son, and the acting in that episode, well, it just sucked. So Tasha's was like, you know, you can't mess this up, and goes like, I oh, know. Like, come on, man! You know he's <laughs> like ghost cry. He At ghost cry, more when he lost his side. When he lost his side chick. When he lost Angela, man, that man was crying. Had his face against the door. You know, hand up like he was in jail. He loses his daughter. I know. No, we don't know, bro. You acting in that thing sucks. Well, but it gets. Back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get so they get back, man. And ghost is doing his thing. And you know one thing that it really perplexed me is like, yo, you know they setting up for the funeral and everything. Yo, Ghost is the brother to wear a suit everywhere. You ever remember when them brothers bow tie to wear a suit everywhere? I know one, yeah. I know a dude now who wears a suit everywhere. He wear, like a mortician suit, you know what I mean? When he goes for serious <laughs> business, but keep it car for us too. But uh, yeah, man. So he's like, they getting depressed. like these real dramatic, just real dramatic like scenes because he's like, you know, putting on a bubble goose, a thermal shirt, and some some cross trainers. So I guess that's like the. You're gonna put in some work, you going to kill some people, you gonna you got your outfit all laid out. It was cool though. I wish I was gonna if I was gonna pop somebody, I wanna have Jays on. You know, this would be flying flashy. So, you know, <laughs> you move on, on. I'm not, you know, for people with the power, if you guys want like a more in depth thing, let us know and I will give you a full in depth breakdown. But you know, on the same time, I definitely wanna just kinda give you the the quick rundown. So, you know, the crew, so time and go get back together. Yo, my man, Ghost, he shot this boy with a nail gun, dog. A nail gun. Oh man, oh, man. that's that savage right to there. The, like he was nailed to the cross, but nailed he was sitting down, so he didn't get all the information he wanted. So Ghost was on his back on his murder tip, like a true savage. To get out there, man, and and Dre, who was uh, my number one, he has moved past Tariq, Is the number one person who deserves to die on power. It's a snake, man. Killed a priest. He set Tommy up. They brought, you know, he just, he's just a snake. He even, you know, damn near set up uh, Tariq to get killed by Ray Ray. And for those who don't know, Ray Ray is the undercover cop that uh, I'll talk about in a second. So, as he will always be our number one person on power who needs to die. All right. So, we're going to go back to the saying, right? So, man, Tariq is on that lane, bruh. Tariq is ghosting them son. He you know, he's on lane, man. He's like a young cat. What is he like, 15? 14, 15 years old, don't lean. So he finally gets up some some heart, man. And goes up to, goes up and pulls a gun on Dre. And He finally gives him the information. Here comes Killer Tariq. Finally, he finally shows a little bit of heart this year, and he kills his sister's killer. Damn, it's crazy, man. Another funny man, part of it for water. those who watch Power is uh, Tasha Ghost's wife been having an affair with the lawyer. You know, she, you know, he's he's like a, one of those, uh, he's one of our Dirty Mac All-Stars. Shout out to Derek Fisher, too. He's going to be the Dirty Mac All-Star himself who's going to be on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. So, fellas, watch your wild. So, this dude, Terry, he's just like such a slime ball, man. You know, woman lost her son. You taking her in the back, hugging on him and everything. Man, please. So, you know, <clears throat> Tasha gets, you know, she's telling Tariq how to get cleaning himself up after committing a murder. Hey, can you imagine that, dog? You pop some boy and your mama telling you how to how to break it down and everything else like that, how to get the gun residue off and everything else. Yo, Toss is a real mama, a real G for that. Shout out to all of them, you know, mamas was real Gs in the game. I know I got one. My mama's a soldier. I love her to death. You know I and mean, She'd be like, you should no say bad. when I was kidding. Hey, I make my ass tired. So, you know, shout out, shout out to my mama. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to get past that, man. So, you know, it's a lot of stuff that happened on Power. But One of the big things I did when I asked the people, and you guys can send us a tweet at pod, Hit us on Instagram, Podcast, or send us an email, grownmanishpodcast at gmail.com. Did y'all see the tracker? That's live back on Tommy's car. And in the car, in the scene, we have yeah, you know, Ghost, Tommy, and Kanan all want to go against Dre because Dre has took over the drug business. Dre said he wanted to be the biggest drug dealer in New York with a bad suit and even worse mohawk. So if y'all want more power, let us know. But we're gonna go with the people really want to go. People really love our breakdown on insecure. So go. So both. of oh, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you lead this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna follow your lead, Russ. So go ahead and lead us into insecure.
1: I don't know. Where Where do you even begin with insecure? Like my goodness. Number one, um, I'm a little. little heartbroken uh, because this is going to be the last episode of this season coming up. And uh, those who know me, those who follow the podcast, know that I'm an insecure daggone fanatic. But I I guess I'm going to start. I'll start with Molly. And and I'm just going to put it out there for those of you in those, uh, in a polyamorous relationship, or in, in a relationship where where, where you the, where you the side piece, where, or or the, or the main squeeze, or whatever you want to call it, no matter got what your role is,
0: you got love for them too.
1: <laughs> in the in the words of the rock, know your role and shut your mouth. Like just know your role, Molly. Know your role. You catch feelings. Like you, you, you are yeah. not, you are not going you are not going to be the main. It's not going to happen. So you have to understand, like when you get into those situations, you gotta understand and it's easier said than done. People always say, Oh, I'm not gonna catch feelings or I know this is I know what it is, I know we just bad buddies, or whatever the case may be. But somehow, some way there's always some feelings that get caught up and attached, and that's where everything goes wrong. Like Molly's at the point now. My opinion, Molly's at the point now where she, she'll be the type of person to try to blow up their spot. Like, she'll show up to the crib and just be like, look, he's
0: mine and I'm a fire fight for him. And both of them are going to around the like, woman.
1: what? You got the game messed up. You got the game messed up, Molly. I
0: mean, the game is beyond messed up. You know what, every time I think about this song, every time I think about secure songs come to my mind. Y'all remember Woman to Woman? Hey, girl. Uh-huh. This is Shirley. <laughs> and you've been messing with my old man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how his going to come down, man. It's one thing to sit back. To go off, of Bowtie said to be in this relationship, y'all switching off. But yo, he they cuddling in the bed and getting hotel rooms and that, all that type of stuff, laying on his chest, naked and all that type of stuff. Man, I just need to, you know the game. Like Bowtie said, shut shut your mouth, know your damn role, and be with it. If you're gonna be the side but, and piece, that, and that's, the best damn side piece you can be, be a side piece all star, be a side piece hall of right. famer. But don't blow up the spot because my shit got hot. Shout out to Biggie Small. Right. It's, Ah, yeah man, like, yeah yeah yeah,
1: that, yeah like that. That's just the thing right there. Again, whatever whatever your relationship is, whatever your status is, whatever you are doing, you everybody we all out here adults we are gonna do what we do. Just know your role, know your lane, stay in it. If you if if you if you need to U turn or something like that, look just go ahead and put your signal on and tell them you got to get out of traffic. But stay in your lane. That's that's just is what it is. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and, and, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna shout I'm gonna go out to Lawrence. I'm not gonna shout that cat out because I don't even know where Lawrence's head is at this at this point in time. Um, oh, man, I will say, loser, uh, I, I don't. I wouldn't even say low key. I could kind of say high key. Lawrence is a loser. Number one, you fail for the okie doke. Your new little babe that you've been kicking it around with for two weeks that you are for failure. The moment you, they in that stairwell and he's talking about he's got an event to go to or something, to, you know, I got a birthday party to go to and my ex is going to be there. At that point, he should have shut it down and said, look, I'm going to go and we can either connect afterwards or we can connect a different time. What did he do? He fell right into her trap. Or maybe I can just go with you. And he's like, yeah. uh, okay, how stupid are you? Number one, Lawrence, these aren't even your friends. These are Issa's friends that just so happen to still like you. So you honestly shouldn't even really be there. But, you know, that's a pity party, and some of them still like you. Okay, you show up. But to bring a plus one that you already know is going to cause an issue, with everybody, it's going to make everybody uncomfortable. It's going to be a bad situation for your plus one. It's going to be a bad situation for you. It's going to be a bad situation for your ex. And then everybody at the table is going to be feeling uncomfortable too. So why? Just think ahead, Lawrence. You're too stupid. You're too busy thinking you the man when you ain't crap. You're not. You're getting played by everybody. And you try to be a play, player, player fly, and then you screw it all up. With the, I can't remember her name, the bad one from the bank. You, you could have easily – Tasha, you could have easily kind of just rebounded, played it, cool, kept it moving. What did you do? You screwed all that up because you didn't know if you wanted to be – if you wanted to be Huggy Lowdown or if you wanted to be, you know, the, the, the gentleman of all gentlemen. Again, know your role. Lawrence, you're just an, you're, you're an average simp. That's what you are. You have no game. You're not really, you know – as some females will say, top tier or, or top dog or whatever you want to call it. You're just that middle-of-the-road guy. So play your role. Know your role. Stop trying to be something that you're not. That, that, that's, that's just my opinion. And, oh, I, and I will say, too, I'm not, I'm, I guess you can say I'm on my soapbox, but I know that y'all want to hear it because we get so much feedback about the insecure talk. The, the couple, well, the chick was throwing the birthday party for, for her husband. I can't remember her name. Derek is his name. I can't remember her name. Why, did, Tiffany, either, why did either? one of them, the, Tiffany? How come one of them should have been you know stepped up and and and, and I will give a shout out to my wife because she's the one that brought this up. Uh, how come neither one of them stepped up and said you know what this is going to be a crazy situation? Let me if we, if we're going to invite Lawrence, let's put some parameters around it because Issa's really our friend. We just like Lawrence and he's cool. So let's either Lawrence a invite one or the other. Or B, put some parameters around it and say,
0: "Look, neither one
1: of y'all bring anybody."
0: Hey, I'm just saying somebody they, should. Have, somebody should have said Oh, something. definitely, definitely. But uh, look, bowtie. We know we like to keep it real on the grown Manage podcast. So uh, I know I know you, my brother, and everything. You might be mad at me, but I got to bring it up, man. So tell everybody how people said you look like uh like Joe the other day. You know I called Joe <laughs> the other day. So uh, tell them how that happened. I, man, I'm just minding
1: my own business in the daggone store, and a young lady comes up to me and was like, you know, anybody tell you, you ever looked like Dro from Insecure? Number one, the only thing, the only thing that you could even possibly remotely connect us to is that we both have naturally curly hair. Other than that, Dro's like 6'5". <laughs> <Bro, laughs> Dro's like 6'5". That like That's ultra ocean firm, y'all. And whatever that, I don't know what it is, but like he's like six five. I'm six foot even. I don't look like a badger. I wear glasses. Like it's one of them things. Like you know what, your game is weak, chick. Like if this is your come online, if this is your end, like you need to change it up again. Know your role, play your lane. I don't look nothing like this dude. Nothing at all. I got a beard. I I mean like it's 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 just one of them things that was like you know what like I'm just gonna walk away. I had to just laugh and walk away. But I was kind of offended because the first thing that came to my head is Mike J always saying that he looks like a badger, and I'm like, do I look like a badger? Like I don't have buck teeth like that. I can close my
0: mouth. I, I don't. Know. Hey, I know right. <laughs> he can't close his mouth. I mean, no this. <laughs> I bet you that was eating them fries like no tomorrow. I bet you probably. Joe looked like the type of cat that got about 36 back teeth. You know, I'm saying how you open up the mouth a shark. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And shout out to so, Daniel looking so- like a chess piece too, looking like a looking like a black ass Denver, Denver Bronco uh, mascot. I was one of our listeners. to you know, get upset with that, can't you know, baby. But he looked like he looked like a black bronco. I always, I've been seeing a, a little bit here lately
1: about a lot of backlash against against Daniel from the ladies. A lot of the ladies saying that they not feeling him, and you know he's got a funny shaved head, and uh, that the beard is played out, and all that type of stuff. Number one, I took offense to that because I have a beard. But I digress. But two. I always hear, I, I typically would hear uh, women talk about, you know, how he's the new it guy and things of that nature. You know, he plays Ricky Jarrett on Ballers and stuff. But it was funny or interesting to see so many people on different social medias and, um, you know, different websites going in on a brother. And they were kind of dragging him. So uh, maybe maybe this could be a poll. You know, send us a, an email at the at uh at Gmail. Send us send us your guys send us you guys opinion. You know, let us know. What is your take on Daniel? Is is he the new IT guy? Is he is he the new uh, TV bay or, or, or movie bay, or is he, is he is he is he the bum dude? Y'all let us know.
0: Hey, both side, we messed it up, man. He's not Ricky Jared on ball. That's Denzel Washington's son. Oh, did I mess that up? Well, that's yeah, my you, bad. May, you messed that up, brother. We can't we can't be out there like that. Hey, you know, you know, we got to get that right. That's the uh, that's I think John David Washington. I think that's that's the Ballers. This brother, uh, okay. Daniel, was Yalan Noel. So I guess he was okay. born brothers and everything like that, you know. And it's kind of weird that, you know, they say men have to get on their soapbox, don't, dis- don't describe other men. And we're both, you know, heterosexuals. We're, you know, you married both. Now I'm close to getting married. But I think I ain't going to lie to some cats. I see some cats I'm like, damn, you ugly as hell. Look, you come from the damn sewer. Then I look at how I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, damn, you are pretty MS. And blow a kiss at myself, <laughs> you know? Like, Goddamn.
1: Well, I was well. I will say to, 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 to the listeners out there, uh, don't don't drag me too bad that I didn't mix everybody up. I am a minority male, so I'm not one of those people that say all black men look alike. I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm. I just they, do, they, do so, they do. They do so, favor. They do so, favor though So don't that's drag me too bad. Lady for pointing
0: that out. They ain't the same. That's our difference. <laughs> that's fine. Shout out to man, got that. But while we on Daniel, you know we talk about Daniel. I'm bring up Daniel. Kind of, act, I mean, he acts kind of passive aggressive with Issa. I know they had the little situation, fight to eye action. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Daniel for you know, you know, giving her that left eye treatment. So he did give her a, he did give her a semi warning. He said, "Oh, she should have known that just from her skills." But whatever. But you know, he was talking to her like he felt like he was getting her back. You know, for her having a duel, bro, you know she I could have I could have seen she he kinda knew. Especially when she she rolled he rolled up on her on the on season one. Like darn, man, don't exactly. the game is going to be the game. If you're gonna be living this life of being uh being with other people, and I'm not even saying hoeing because you know that's so misogynistic in my opinion for a man to discuss a woman we're having out there, or we get what, praise for the same thing. But the game is the game. Like the rocks hitting all your roles, you're gonna be a side dude. Then be a side dude. Be the MVP of being a side dude. Don't sit back and right. be getting all catching off feelings. I mean, you got her in the studio, you tore up. Shoot, revel in that. Go going home? I've been trying to break Ace's pockets. If I was Daniel, you know, give me some some, some money for some studio time, <laughs> so I can make my SoundCloud stuff a little bit better. You know, so I can bring in maybe somebody play the bass. You know what I'm saying? But that's part like this has, take, this has taken me, a bro. turn. Yeah, Stand <laughs> taking a toll. But let me let me take let me tell you what I'm thinking about y'all, and y'all can be wrong. The little babe the Lawrence is with at uh at the little at his uh his job. Yeah, number one, she kinda right. I ain't gonna front, she kinda right. But yo, but she's a savage. You know, I'm I'm well, there, she you know, is a I'll savage. come I'll come i come to the, the dinner with the ex there. And then you know when Lawrence and Issa was getting into it, she came in afterwards. And y'all know what that means, y'all. That means that she was trying to reclaim, trying to let Issa know that he's mine now. So, you know, she definitely she's yeah, a savage that was,
1: man. That was another smooth move. That's why I say I don't I don't think that Lawrence is ready for this chick. This, this chick then already hit him with a couple moves. He's not ready for that. She didn't so hit him with a couple moves, and he at he at hasn't work. been able to respond.
0: He was trying to keep a culture at work, and she kind of was like, one, everybody together?" So she seemed a little clinky. So what y'all think? Hit us up on on social media. Hit us up on the on the email at com at GrownManagePod at Twitter. Hit us up and let, let us know, like, hey, what do you think? Do you think she's clinky? You think she's uh, you know just super smart and putting that game on Lord? What we all know, Lawrence is a loser in a sense, so uh, you know, let's let's let's, let's move on. So, we've discussed Molly, Molly. Let's give a little insecure recap. Molly's trip, falling in love with the married man and everything else, which is so messy because they're like best friends, you know. You know, Lawrence is Lawrence, I always mess up. Lawrence, I had gave Lawrence, I game Lawrence. <laughs> like, I thought Lawrence was gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Let's just keep let me get on my soapbox. He had Tasha. He was tearing Tasha up too. Shout out to Tasha's nipples looking like he could be on the Space Needle in Seattle. It was a up. Like he was on the Empire State Building. You know what I'm saying? Kill him. You know, he starts off season two with a bang, literally and figuratively. And then he just goes to full cool loser <laughs> mode. You know, you know, he making, making her after he land up in her house, making her pay for the popcorn, shrimp poppers or whatever he's eating, he's just a loser. And then he get back and then he follows things <laughs> to the and like Uncle Ruckus saying, Two white women, Do that milky white skin, and he gets the and he get the drinks paid for, get a little high for him, and get both of them at the same time, and he's still tripping, still tripping. So we get to so we discuss Molly, Lawrence, Daniel. Man, you wanna you wanna talk about Issa, bro? I'm gonna let you have Issa. I don't.
1: I don't know Isa. Issa, I think she, t- she too right now is kind of in her feelings. Uh, she's in her feelings w- with regards to Lawrence and has he moved on, has he not, what what he's doing. Um, she's also kind of in her feelings with the whole Molly thing. Like her and Molly have this, they're best friends and have this love, hate, and best friend relationship. But I definitely think that Issa kind of feels some type of way about what Molly's doing. Um, I don't know. Like I I just think Issa needs to go ahead and get back on her on her hustle or um, her rotation, so to speak. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I just think Issa needs to get out of her feelings about a lot of stuff and just keep it pushing. Ultimately though, I got a feeling that her and Lawrence are going to try to, they're they they they're going to hit, hit it off, rekindle something. You know, they're, they're, I, I really do believe that they're going to end up apologizing to each other for all that crazy stuff that they were saying to each other, standing outside the little uh, the restaurant or whatnot. I think they both were just in their feelings and a little angry at the moment. But I really do think that they are going to either apologize or something of that nature to kind of get things going back, you know, to them getting together. But I think, uh, in my opinion, I don't know. I guess I can hope for more drama or whatnot. But I think Daniel's going to slide his way back in just as they are kind of getting it back together. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I just hope Issa went ahead and got some Visine and took care of that that that, that, that work. I know, right?
0: Yeah, that'll slick. Rich let her borrow an eye patch. but let's—I mean, we talked about the argument, but I think that's like the main part of the show. I think we need to discuss it. I mean, I—I uh, I don't know, man. People are saying, "Oh, the Lawrence went huh. too far," or anything like that. Issa went too far. I think it's kind of all fair game when you get emotional. <laughs> I mean, you know Yeah, I was gonna say know? I think
1: they I think they both said some things that were just like I said, they were both angry, both emotional. I think they both took it a little bit too far. I mean, the the the, the segment where Issa was, you know, going on with the whole, you wanna push my buttons, nigga, you wanna do this, you wanna do that? Like, you do you, you gotta remember that you were the one that cheated. Like he yeah. only got with the with with, with Tasha after the fact. Tasha may have been pushing up on him and all that type of stuff, but Tasha or, or he actually pushed Tasha away. He, even after it took him a while to figure out if Tasha was feeling it. Then even when he did, he still pushed her away like, eh, this ain't even cool because I got a girl. He didn't do all that until after the fact. So Lisa really got to rein it in and be like, okay, like this kind of spiraled at the point of me cheating. Now, that's not to say that, that Lawrence gets off easy. He was on bum status. You know, oh, yeah. no motivation, not doing nothing, living living there, you know, living with her, just kind of, you know, going off of her, her, her income or whatever you want to call it. But he was on bum status. But in the grand scheme of things, this all
0: spiraled at the point that she cheated. So, yeah, but I, i'm I'm going to I'm throw a different dynamic at it, though. She cheated and she was wrong, but there's a but. He opened them doors. Number one, he forgot her birthday. Number two, bro, you've been on the couch for two True. years. I think he's a this, you know, and, when a, and this is this is for our listeners. We try to give y'all some gaming and form. When a woman like this falls out of love from you and just doesn't believe in you as a man, she just doesn't. She just didn't think you was worth it. And Dan, the difference True. was Daniel, has some ambition. He's making beats in the studio. I mean, it was better than nothing. So let's go back to one part when he's like, you know, and then, you know, we trying to do too much for a fan. When when Lawrence like, I bet you he's a fucking gentleman. You know, that's, that was so much hurt there because you got to think Daniel came up to her job and Lawrence was there. Can you imagine that? Yeah, You're going to be that brazen yeah. to come up to my job. I mean, you hit her. You're going to come up there basically trying to claim her and everything because she won't call you? So I can say Salty for one for that reason. <clears throat> but all the other sucker type behavior that he that has displayed, I, I can't really give no props on that.
1: So, I can't either. You got a good
0: point. Oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, but I also want to hit up when you know, so what did you think when Lawrence called her a hoe?
1: I think that, in my opinion, that was just emotional. I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but I think that that was just emotional and he was trying to figure out. They both were looking for a way that they could dig the most. Who could go the furthest? Who could really, like, lay in and say, all right, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting this win because I went the lowest. I, that's my yeah. opinion. I think they both were at that point.
0: Cause she you know, she got mad when Lawrence called her a hoe, but then she talked about having a hotation all season long. So yeah. if you talk about having a hotation, then he calls you a hoe. Why would it even bother you because you're not a hoe because you should be sexually liberated getting out that H D life that you did the last week? You know what I'm saying? You took her,
1: yeah
0: You know, you got sprayed and you took it like a check, but you still called dude back after he offered you a nice washcloth. But, you know, then you get up seven Lawrence says it. But Issa did hit him with that death blow. Was it worth it? When I was taking care of you for two years, I ain't got no woo woo notifications. I ain't going to lie. Now, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a relationship. If my lady broke up with me and we broke up and she says something about your podcast ain't popping, oh, man, I'd be heated. He didn't. <laughs> around, you know, listening to sad songs and all that type of stuff. I might listen to some Orange Juice Jones and get on the sidebar, man. I was watching Orange Juice Jones' video the other day, and I didn't realize some brothers who were singing backup behind Orange Juice Jones had, had uh, tuxedos on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that brother I never mean, realized that. On. Hey, man, watch it, dog. Watch some OA. You'd be like, oh, man, why are you catching them with the cummerbunds and everything for Orange Juice Jones? <laughs> but... <laughs> I digress, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely a situation where, you know, you know, they both were say some bad things, but I don't think, like you said before, I don't think Lawrence is ready for a new sister at his job, man. I don't think he's he's up for it. I think he's not. I don't think he's he's smart enough to catch the sign. Cause she's definitely gonna be possessive. you go from sleeping with somebody got messy, then want to start sleeping with somebody at your job, and you, you still got the issues with your ex? Come on, bro crazy true true and we have to address before we get out of here unless it's about Issa tearing her own stuff up now i know she was mad and everything the rent's going on man damn you tearing up your whole apartment that you gotta that you gotta get back and take care of
1: not only not only that your car is already tore up too yeah so like you you just you just you just making the situation worse
0: yeah, man. So she just. I I, I I
1: would I would I I wouldn't for me me personally I, I don't know if I could do that like I would have I'd probably be a little upset or probably my feelings or whatnot but I, I'm not gonna tear up my own thing I guess I have I, I look too much at the at the value and the money like I'm gonna have to replace this stuff or fix whatever and I'm all, like I don't I don't like paying for things twice let's just say that so
0: I don't nah, know if
1: that would have been the route I go but we we all we all handle emotions differently you know some people kick or punch a wall some people throw stuff or whatnot so. I that's just my my opinion on what I would do.
0: And shout out to both I look, I'm gonna keep it real because I called you out. You remember I punched that hole in my wall, in my in my apartment, you had to come help me fix it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs>
0: so it's not like so. We're not some, I'm not, you know, this is like we keep it real on the grown man podcast. You know, we like to inform, laugh and joke, you know, it's like I you know, told that story about Bowtie. You know, being looking like Dro and everything. I'm willing to say I had a, <laughs> I didn't have an Easter moment about that. But you know, I put a, I punched a hole in the wall of one of my, in my apartment. So trust me, I know why she was feeling. I wasn't feeling that way about anybody. I just was having a having a moment. But you know, I ended up having, right. a, you know, Bowtie came through to helped me fix it, so I would keep my deposit. But I uh, <laughs> yeah. think we done a good job on that one too. Oh, definitely did. Cause I was on nothing. I was just paying on that. Like, eh, left aside, left a picture up there or something, and, you know, Hope for the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So, you got any other thoughts on Insecure? No,
1: except that uh, I'm gonna be a little troubled after after uh, Sunday night, and uh, you guys might have to help me get through get me through the uh, the off season until Insecure comes
0: back. Yeah, man, it's gonna be crazy. And the must come on eleven o'clock. I'm like, damn, what's what's coming up on eleven o'clock? Hey, Bowtie, but right. I want you to do man. We can discuss the. Do we miss the Ballows finale?
1: Uh, no, uh, Ballows will right, come so on Sunday also.
0: Uh, right, so let's this next week. Let's discuss the Ballows finale as well.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yeah, that's right. other show. Yeah. So we so we like different things. Like I've seen Balls, haven't got into it, but I need to try to catch it. So we can give like uh. So we can discuss the Ballows finale next week, also with the Insecure finale. And then you know anything else that comes up on <clears throat> that comes up in the world, but uh I think man we just about out, so you know we appreciate everybody man, right. for listening to the show. It's growing, so we want to, I want to kind of shout out some cities that's been rocking with us, ATL, we got Brooklyn in the house, we got Charlotte in the house, we got Weezy in the house, We got a few from Gary and Gary Indiana in the house. Of course Indianapolis Naptown always. Uh, we got Phoenix, Arizona. We got Baltimore. Am I missing Brooklyn, we York. got LA. Shout out, shout out to LA. Shout out to my OG man in LA. You know what I'm saying? Hold me, hold yeah. me down. You know, he's on that Talk To Me Sports Radio, so he's definitely showing me how to how a game, get on his blog, Sports Radio. Uh, I think that's it. Are we in New Hampshire now too, bro? Okay. I think we're in New Hampshire
1: now as well. Um, I, I, I may, have, may not have heard you. Did you mention Brooklyn, New York?
0: Yeah, I definitely mentioned shout, Brooklyn, man. Okay, I Brooklyn. Shout, out, Brooklyn, shout out to the fellow
1: Bryce that called
0: in. Yeah, shout out to another one of our listeners, man, holding it down. You know, and just you know, out of order in Brooklyn, he's holding it down too. You know what I'm saying? But, Absolutely. Uh, definitely, And man, I believe we,
1: we, I believe we may have gone international because don't oh, there yeah. is a, a individual from Norway, a couple couple folks over in Norway. So definitely
0: shout out to folks over there as well. We appreciate the love. Yeah, man, that was odd. Like, you know, we had finished up our live show and just give you a little bit of inside part of baseball, and they show you the stats of where people are listening. Yo, man, it was like somebody in Norway. So, Norway, listening to two brothers from from that town, Indianapolis, Indiana, holding it down on this Grown Manage podcast. So we appreciate it. For so people who like the show, we are now on iTunes. Give us some five-star reviews because we're some five, five-star brothers. You know, give us some reviews. We're trying to definitely spread the show. Tell your friends about it. Tell your baby mama, tell your side chick, tell your wife, tell your side dude. Tell everybody <laughs> about it. You definitely want to grow this show. We do it for y'all. It's a labor of love. You know, we're we not the most high-tech brothers out here, but we learning every day. So definitely spread it. We're on Podbean. We are on Stitcher Radio. We are on uh, Stitcher Google Play now. I Like I said, iTunes. So subscribe. So there's definitely different places you can find the show. You can hit us up. On, give them, both sides give me your social media. If- and I will say,
1: uh, j- uh, just to add to that, if y'all, as um, uh, Mike J said earlier, if you want to catch some of the previous episodes, please uh, log in to Bumpers.fm, check out some of our some of our older episodes, and, and then that'll help you prepare yourself for w- what we got in the plan in the future. Um, and uh, Mike my, Mike J already went through all of the podcast social media. If you guys want to, you can hit me up at freshboat fresh underscore Bowtie at Twitter, or on Twitter, I mean.
0: Oh yeah, also shout out to Terra Hope, man, for my for my homie Josh and Terra Holt. You know what I'm saying? He's been ho hold, holding us down. So and I don't wanna forget. If I'm forgetting anybody, man, it's all labor of love. It's like 10, 1030 at night. So, you know, I just wanna make sure we, we shout out to everybody, you know what I mean? And uh but if I if I do miss this out though, man, my little girl's birthday will be on Wednesday, y'all. So it'll be uh September thirteenth. So if we don't have a show by then. J-Lo, I love you. So we'll definitely we'll sit back and uh Want to let her know happy that, give birthday, her a shout-out on, on, on the pod, so she be 10, y'all. Make me feel old, man. But uh, definitely, I'm happy about that. But, uh, other than that, send us an email. If you want to show some show topics, you want to be able to call in, you want to listen to a letter, send us a grown man, podcast at gmail.com. We will read your email on the air. I will make you anonymous if you want to say something. So, definitely, next week, we look forward to the Insecure Finale, ballers of course that damn trump news is every week is always something you can never get away from him, even when he's on vacation and you know <laughs> we set up you know in prayers for people in hurricane or harvey or cleaning up irma jose that's on his way you know everything else so to definitely keep the people in your prayers you can give any type of resources please don't hesitate not to do it and uh unless you got anything else both tie closes on out bro
1: uh, yeah, definitely. Again, just just an extra shout out to all the support. Everybody who has been supportive, giving positive feedback. Thank you for to those who have given feedback um, that's been constructive. Uh, like I said, we definitely want to continue to grow. We are, uh, you know, a growing podcast, and we just want to make sure that we're putting out a great product for you guys to enjoy. Um, so I want y'all to have a good weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Watch some football, college and or um, pro football. And then just do something fun. Um, just just go out, have a good time, and enjoy yourself. Um, if, I, if I'm going to give you a little bit of a parting word, I'll say uh, don't let success go to your head and don't let failure go to your heart. Just go ahead and continue to improve. That's from Fresh Bowtie.
0: All right, man. I don't have anything like that, man. I'm kind of just the wild card of this thing. Stay up. Stay prayed up, man. We catch y'all next week. We out this piece. Holla. the two megastars summer mashup the awesome iphone on the rockstar metro pcs network get the iphone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits it's a hit get an iphone sc on us when you switch metro pcs coverage not available in some areas plus sales tax and ten dollar activation fee requires ported of number not currently active on two mobile network or on metro pcs in past 90 days to an unlimited lte plan see store for details and terms and conditions